Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Benash. I'm coming to you live from the Investor Summit at Sea. This conference is an event like no other. We get some of the biggest brains in the world of investing together for nine days of intense discussion, education, and transformation. Halfway through day one, and I had already learned a ton and met some incredibly interesting people. On today's show, I want to share a perspective on the world of investing. We're going to go back to when I was a teenager. My mother started an investing holding company back in 1976. She had a portfolio of investments, largely stocks and bonds. When my mother passed away in 1981, I was only 18 years old. I was given the task of taking over the management of that investment holding company. At the time, the conventional wisdom was you could routinely earn an average return of 10 to 11%. In my world, as a relatively young investor, our target was to invest in primarily high dividend yield stocks like utility companies. They would deliver about 8% rate of return on their dividends and another 2 to 3% in long-term appreciation. These stable, high-yield stocks were the so-called granny stocks of the day. We chose them because at the time, my father, who would be retiring in the coming couple of years, would be reliant on the income from the stock portfolio for his retirement income. My sister and I would ultimately become the capital beneficiaries of the portfolio, but my father was to be the income beneficiary. I was effectively managing a small pension fund for my father as the sole beneficiary. The market conditions enabled a solid investment strategy at the time. The large pension funds that are responsible for police departments, fire departments, school boards, public sector employees have had very similar investment objectives as part of their charter. But the problem is in the past decade, ever since the 2008 financial crisis, the rates of return experienced by the pension funds have been approximately half of what they were in the 1980s and the 1990s they've been averaging around 5% for the past decade. You don't need to be a financial wizard to understand that this is a ticking time bomb. When I talk about stock market yields, I'm not talking about the price of Apple, Facebook, Amazon, or Alibaba. Those stocks are not the mainstay of pension funds. They're too volatile and they don't offer the kind of capital protection that responsible pension fund managers require. So now, if yields in the stock market are falling, investors are going in search of yield elsewhere. In the world of real estate, I can tell you that I would never undertake a project for only a 5% annualized yield. That's far too risky. But if you're coming from the world of public stock investing and you're seeing the types of returns that are possible in real estate, you're probably getting excited. We've seen a lot of investors attracted by the stability and the kind of appreciation that's possible through the combination of forced appreciation and leverage. These new entrants have been bidding up the prices for real estate because by comparison, the stock market is too volatile and less attractive. That makes it much harder for the professional real estate investors like you and I who are not willing to pay too much to buy an asset. I'm happy to sell an asset at today's prices, but there's no way I would be purchasing at unreasonable prices. All of this tells me that there's still pent-up demand for yield. That demand is a good thing, I suppose. It means that I need to adapt strategies so that I'm not competing in the open auction market for properties that are selling a top dollar. I want to buy at a deep discount to the market because that is how money's made. In an auction environment, auction fever takes over and people pay too much. I don't want any part of that. 
we have found in certain select markets that we can buy vacant land at a good price and we can create new product where the cost of that finished product is at a substantial discount to what things are trading for in the open market. That's pretty interesting to me. Of course, if we could buy existing product at a discount and do away with all the extra cost and complexity of new construction, we'd certainly rather do that. Clearly, it would be preferable. But if we can build for 25 to 30% less than things are trading for in the open market, that's pretty compelling. In some sense, we have stock market volatility combined with low interest rates to thank for the high prices we're seeing in many real estate markets for commercial property. Remember, we have a looming pension crisis in North America. These funds will either go broke or they'll go in search of higher yield. I can virtually guarantee that they will go in search of increasingly higher yield before they go broke. They know they're going to go broke and as time progresses they will take on increasingly risky investments. It's the only thing they can do. The alternative is certain failure and for that reason I predict we're going to see continued influx of capital into commercial real estate from the pension funds. Much of that money is going to be seeking safer alternatives to the stock market. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.